Go ahead and say what's going on, everybody. <laughs> Devoy G Buddy, this is not for the Bay Podcast. We're live on Facebook and on YouTube. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and all other major streaming platforms. Also, this episode of Not for the Bay Podcast is brought to you by Bet Us, an online bookie site. You can check the link in the description. Upon sign up, you will receive 125% extra in a bon- upon excuse me, upon sign up in bonuses. Um, big show for us this evening. Obviously, the new Washington, excuse me, the Washington NFL team name has been revealed today. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to touch on also the Tom Brady's retirement and probably the hottest topic of the week thus far is Brian Flores suing the NFL for racial, <clears throat> excuse me. I always end up losing that up the top of my tongue. Get that off the tip of my tongue. Uh, racial, come on, G, help me out. Racial what? Racial discrimination or Thank racial you. profiling, yeah. Racial profiling. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> what's what, what's going on, G? I'm good, man. What's up, uh, Cap for Life? Shout, shout out Cap for Life in the chats. I'm good, man. Just um, trying to enjoy life and just hearing crazy stories and the NFL, man, it's it's not looking good right now with the NFL. It's not looking good. What do, what are your thoughts on that? Since we, I guess that that'll be the first topic. You want to jump right to right into it? Well, let's 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 just go ahead and give everybody a, a background. Yeah, yeah. Give give a little bit of a background here because um, some some folks are not exactly Miami Dolphins fans, so they weren't exactly following along as far as what has transpired over the last couple of years within the organization. So let's go ahead and just, just take it from the top from the 2019 before the 2019 season, when Brian Flores was hired as far as being the next head coach for the Miami dolphins. um, It came down to Steven Ross had a vision for the Miami dolphins to build the, to build the team from the ground up from scratch, as far as building Mm -hmm. through the draft and it seemed like the vision wasn't lined as far as as far as Brian Flores and Stephen Ross and Chris Greer, the general manager, were in line as far as that was concerned. And then there were some allegations out there that state that um excuse me one second, take over that Stephen that Stephen Ross allegedly uh went to Brian Flores and advised him or tried to persuade well let me let's just call it what it is bribe him to lose games on purpose so they can get better a better pick in the draft for the 2019 draft or sorry 2020 draft uh so that's some of the allegations that are are brought out there uh there was a interview today on espn with brian flores i believe the show is called jump 
No, not jump. I'm sorry. Um, I'm get not up. sure what the show was. Called. Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. Yeah. Well, he he felt that that was one of the main reasons why he got you know let go. Or he got removed as the Dolphins head coach because he wouldn't go through with Stephen Ross's uh, plan or vision. I mean, and then he 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 was saying that um that he's a winner, that he lives in truth and integrity. Um, I, I just think this situation is very very strange and very unfortunate for him because he might, you know, he he's suing the NFL because, you know, they're, they're saying that the Rooney rule, uh, you know, to hire black coaches, they're not, there's not enough. There's only one black head coach, which is, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. So, so I was going to say with, after the let's 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 go ahead and just 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 start off with the whole hundred thousand dollars if you lose yeah. per game. Okay. So for them to get the first I'm assuming the, the goal was for Steven Ross to get the first overall pick so they could dictate who they wanted to get with the first overall pick. Obviously, the Dolphins ended up winning the five games. Steven apparent it was allegedly that Steven Ross wasn't happy about them winning the five games. And obviously they had the fifth pick in the draft and they ended up selecting Tua. Now there were some, there were some rumors in the NFL as far as the Miami Dolphins were trying to trade all three of the first round picks back then to, to get Joe Burrow and instead of Tua, but they ended up drafting Tua anyway with the fifth overall pick, which kind of gets me thinking now, like the Dolphins, even though I already had my speculations in the past, uh, got me thinking, like, for real, the Dolphins really didn't have – we really weren't prepared for the 2020 draft. And then we had – You mentioned that before, I remember, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then, like, there's the allegations also as far as the possible tampering uh, with with Brian Flores telling the story allegedly that uh, Stephen Ross wanted Brian Flores to beat him on his job for lunch, and he – told him that there's going to be a prominent quarterback and that was later um later confirmed that it was tom brady and that's and that and that and that's really like that's really where like the the train kind of falls off the rails for me because like we talked about how we want to rebuild this team and how we want to build it from the ground up for you to add a quarterback like tom brady to your roster i would feel like you have to be like one piece away to win it all, like Tampa was, yeah, yeah, like one, one, like like right. Tampa was. So that kind of like that really you can't doesn't make any sense with Tom Brady. That that doesn't make no sense at all. Yeah, like he's 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 on what? He just he just announced his retirement yesterday. So basically, he got two. You, Tampa got two years out of him. There right. is no way with the roster that Miami Dolphins had at the end of the 2019 season, they would have been able to be contenders for a Super Bowl after that 2019 season. Now I know no. there's going to be people in the comment section going to be like, "Yeah, well, we was one one game away, but you ain't getting Tom Brady for free. You're going to be paying at least what 20, 20 to twenty five million per year for for Tom Brady." And don't forget, the Dolphins end up spending a whole bunch of money in free agency at the end of the 2019 season, going into the 2020 season with Kyle Van Noy, Byron Jones, making him the highest paid corner. So something would have had to give there, where you wouldn't have had that many talented players on your roster. Um, for you to do that now obviously you had the three first round draft picks 
We don't know what the Dolphins – I strongly believe they still would have drafted the quarterback regardless to learn the Tom Brady because, again, you're only getting Tom Brady for, like, what? Two years, two, three two, years. Maybe. Two, three years, maybe. So – it 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 really that that part like really is like head scratching to be like what what was what was the mindset with you trying to get Tom Brady because you came out and you said you want to build this thing the right way and maybe Stephen Ross felt that the team at that moment can win I I I, I don't know how he felt that way but maybe he felt that the team could win it all with if they just had Tom Brady which that would have been a really bad mistake and Tom Brady's career would have took a hit over that. I mean, let me, let me, this is like, this is like, I know I come across as not liking Brian Flores, but I'll tell you this though. Before the 2019 season started, I kind of lost faith in Greer and Flores, even though Flores just got there because the moves, some of the moves that they was making, like they literally were stripping the team down. Look, I have no problem with you stripping the team down until you made that, that Lermy Tunsil trade. Everybody can sit here and say to me till you're blue in the face that that was a good trade. That was a good trade. But at the end of the day, like we talk about, it comes down to player safety, quarterback safety. And when you looked at the Miami Dolphins offensive line in the 2019 season, like those were a whole bunch of no-name guys, bums off the street that clearly are not NFL starters in the league today. Like like right now, I think Isaiah Prince is playing for the Cincinnati Bengals currently as we speak. What? Well, I got a question. What did that trade end up looking like? What did they who did they get? I believe they got it was a it was two first round picks, two three first round picks, and then like some undisclosed picks. I don't I don't have it in front of me right now, but um ended up turning into the Noah M. Benogany pick and I believe the Austin Jackson pick, if I'm not mistaken. So again, like in the Dolphins are still in the market. Well, the, the Dolphins are still in the market for a tackle, though. So that's you really haven't found anybody to replace Lerby Tunsil. But again, it, it comes down like my thing is if you're if you're looking to put the best product on the field, like you like I'm telling you, like you literally went out and got undrafted free agents and bummed up the street that did, could not make it in the NFL as starters to be your starters to protect your quarterback. Like that made no sense. Like it legitimately made it made no sense. And then like. It goes. I, I hate having to bring up Josh Rosen, but like for real, like you gonna put Josh <laughs> Rosen behind something like that, like seriously, bro? And we gonna give him a fair evaluation. And, I, and the same thing uh, for Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> I'm just saying the same thing for Ryan Fitzpatrick, and that's why I feel like Ryan Fitzpatrick deserves a lot more credit than people give Ryan Fitzpatrick for being on his team, is because of the fact that he had to had to deal, deal with, with that offensive line yeah. had to deal with that terrible offensive line that year Brian Fitzpatrick was the leader rusher that's how terrible that offensive line was <laughs> like like seriously so that that's where I kind of like I kind of like jumped off the ship with Brian Flores because because of that problem right there like you literally had no regard to protecting your quarterback that year like we just about to just send them out here just to get murdered every single play and and, and you know what and you know what? Even with that, they still almost made the playoffs last season, and they still almost made the playoffs this season. They the issue is the quarterback, in my opinion, the quarterback oh. play. And the, right. Okay, so <laughs> here's like I'm not again. I don't. I don't not like Brian Flores, but the thing is with Brian Flores, I feel like people overrate him as a coach. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to elaborate on that because of the fact that I don't this, think he's overrated. But go ahead, I want to hear your your thought on that. Um, <laughs> overrated. It, okay, let's just let's just go off the 2021 season, right? 
So you literally, you only beat, only have two playoff, playoff team. You only beat two playoff teams. Well, technically you only beat one. You swept the New England Patriots. That's the only team you beat. But that's a that's a that's a team that you're expected to beat, considering the fact that you can't that Brian Flores came from New England and you basically know all all the goodies that the New England Patriots have. So I really you really cannot count that. So you, th- th- that's not stop it, Devorah. You mean what you mean? You can't, the Patriots are the class of the division for for the They're past the twenty years. Division. Ever since the Tom past Brady left, left, they have not been the class of the division. They have not. What been I'm the saying, class. what I'm saying is that he's just been he's just been gone two years. Overall, that's been the class of the division. So if you are able to beat the team twice, that is that is saying something. It's not like the Patriots had a bad season. The Patriots had a good season. Two wins against good, that team. That's good. They had, a, they had a good season, but come on, bro. Like it, you, Brian Flores been with the New England Patriots for what eighteen years. He's been a with the Patriots time. for eighteen years. Right. I'm pretty sure he knows the ins of out and outs of New England, the tendencies of everything, all the play calls, everything in New England. Like he not didn't just coach defense. Like he started off as a scout for the New England Patriots. He knows the ins and outs of that. So. People overrate that victory versus Bill Belichick because he literally worked right underneath Bill Belichick. Everybody that worked under Bill Belichick have gotten a victory off of him. Like this is something that's not. Yeah, but he has the best record. He, I think he's five and two all time. No, he is. No, he is. Uh, he swept him this year, and he got one last year, and he got one the year before that. So. So four, so four, so four, four and two. He's four and two. Four and two. Okay, four and two. Okay, that's still so, good. Yeah, it's it's good, but come on now, bro. Like that's that's a, that's something that people just overrate a little bit too much for me. That's not. I, I, okay, okay, that's fine. That's one aspect of it. But then you said something where they only beat one playoff team. Devore, you you have to play the teams that that line. That's not their fault that the schedule lined up like that. You have to. So if they would have lost, then it would have been worse. You have to play the teams that you play. That's in front of you. So I don't – I mean, I see your point, but you, I think that saying that he's it. overrated, overrated? No, I just, he's I, overrated. I, yeah, he's overrated to me. So, but he's not I, overrated. Look, I get it. I get it. But at the end of the day, like, let's let's just let's just go over the Dolphins' opponents that they actually did beat in the 2021 season, right? So people are going to get mad at me for this, but hey. I'm sure. <laughs> it, it, it is what it is at this point because people just overrate. He's not this overrated. Team, I, I don't team. think he's overrated. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm going I'm to be looked upon as a Miami Dolphins hater, but it doesn't matter to me at this point. But, uh, okay, you beat the Patriots about, by a point. It's about two. It's about two. But go ahead. It's not about two. It's about the whole team. You got blown out by the Bills. You lose to the you lose to the Raiders. You lose to the Colts. You lose they to the Tampa They should have won that game against the Raiders. They should have won that game against the Raiders. Okay, well, they can't control who they play, right? So... <laughs> <laughs> So you lose. So a team that you definitely shouldn't have lost to is the Jaguars. They you should definitely shouldn't have lost to the Jaguars, but you lost to the Jaguars anyway. You lose to the Falcons. You shouldn't have lost to the Falcons. Not at all. And then you lose again to the Buffalo Bills. So here's when the winning streak starts to kick in. You beat the Texans. You beat the Ravens. A win is a win. Okay. I hear win. you. I, a win is a win, but a loss is a loss too. So you beat the Ravens, you beat the Jets, you beat the Panthers, you beat the Giants, you beat the Those Jets again. Bottom you of the beat league the Saints teams. with Ian Book as their quarterback. 
You beat you you play at the Titans, you lose to the Titans, and then you go back and finish the season off with the New England Patriots. Come on, bro. Like, let's 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 call a spade a spade here. The Dolphins okay. are, were an underachieving team. Yeah, but I don't think it's coaching or play calling. I just think of well, maybe offensive play calling, but the, the quarterback is just not inept enough to carry that team. Like he's just I think it's more about him than the team because the team they got the defense. They need they need more of a running game. The offensive line is was did well enough for that in that seven game winning streak. I just think that the quarterback is the issue. That's it. That's just my opinion. Quarterback yeah, the is the issue. The court the quarterback can be the issue. Yes, of course. But at the end of the day, like I said, what happened in the games that you lost? So okay, so one of the games that they lost, I think, was the one I highlighted against the Raiders. Wasn't Jacoby starting? That was that's yes. when he started, right? Yeah, okay. he started that game. What did I remember? What I said when they lost that game, I said the defense gave up the last, that last touchdown. The defense was the reason why they lost that game, in my opinion. If they would have held up like they were doing for most of the second half, they would have won that game. That wasn't on Jacoby in the offense; that was on the defense. Do you agree? Now this goes back to the other point I was making to you earlier. Okay. Player personnel is key when it comes down to this Brian Flores system. Byron Jones and Xavier Howard are absolute bust in the lineup. If they're not in the lineup, the Dolphins will not win. And it's already the Dolphins' chances are slim to none anyway when you have two are playing at the quarterback position. But if you don't have Byron Jones and Xavier Howard for you to blitz every single freaking play to create turnovers, you you basically have no chance to win. Okay, so what if what if two was playing instead of a percent, Jacoby percent? You think? Dolphins would have had a better chance. And I, I mentioned this earlier this year. I said, if Tua is so bad, everybody thinks he is, why not start Jacoby? And you and you and DeVore, I mean, sorry, you and Banks and um, the other one, Quitte, were like, no, that's not right. I if, I thought if the Dolphins would have started Jacoby, they would have had a better chance of making the playoffs because he played better to me than than uh, than Tua did. But I don't know. That's just me. I, I just saw a difference when the Dolphins were playing with him than when they were playing with Tua. I'm looking at Greg Greg's comment right now, and he's saying after week six, Flo took over the defense. Okay, after week okay, six, yeah. he did take over the defense, but Xavier Howard and Byron Jones got healthy after week six too as well. Yeah, that's when they started winning. That's, that's when, when they started winning, when they got healthy. So, like, is it is it credit to Brian Flores coaching the defense, or is it credit to the Dolphins getting healthy on defense? It's probably a combination of both. Probably a combination of both, but you okay. don't think Jaco- you don't think Jacoby over tour is a good was a good idea. Uh no, no. Like okay. that's one. Like I I had a I voiced the opinion that I felt like Jacoby was going to be the better quarterback, but I was wrong about that. I'll go ahead and admit that right now. But at the end of the day, still have a quarterback issue. So if we want to go ahead and play this game, Greg, we can go back to two thousand two thousand twenty now. So the Dolphins. The Dolphins, they played the New England Patriots. They lost that game. Then they went to Buffalo. And remember Buffalo, Byron Jones got hurt. They lost that game. They beat the Jags, but they lost to the Seahawks. And then, guess what? Byron Jones came back. We beat the Niners. We beat the Jets. We beat the Rams. We beat the Cardinals. uh, 2020, right? Yep, we beat the we beat the Chargers. 
and then the debacle in in Denver, which wow, yeah, <laughs> where that that should that, that should have never happened. That's a game we should have definitely won. And then obviously, like so on and so forth. Obviously, the Chiefs. That's another game we definitely should have won, but due to <laughs> lack of quarterback play, we lost that game too. So. Yeah, we we so basically again we get no topic as far as the whole separating the coaching side of things and actual let's get back to this whole allegation thing. But you know, you yeah, I gotta get my point. Like I feel like he's just overrated as a coach, and people just, uh, just I don't think he's the brakes on it a little bit. I, just, I don't think he's overrated or underrated. He's just rated. He's just he's just in the middle. Okay, Pe- okay. People think he's a phenomenal coach. I think he's a good coach. Is that better? Okay, that's that's coming from you. That I guess that's the best we're gonna get. Yeah. Okay, he's a good coach. All right. <laughs> he he's not he's okay, he's a good coach. Now let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get back to go back to the allegations now. So we have the issue with the the the, the New York Giants. Right. with Brian Flores having an interview scheduled with the New York Giants and then Bill Belichick sending the sending the text message saying that he basically got the job but didn't realize that he wasn't talking to he wasn't talking to Brian Dayball who got the job with the New York Giants he was talking to Brian Flores and Brian Flores didn't even get the <laughs> interview yet so yeah I, I I'm assuming that that was the uh that was that that's what sparked up the whole I, well I, I strongly believe that he was building up to that anyway filing filing a lawsuit i felt like he that was building up to that anyway but i feel like that was the uh that that that, that event right there was was the final straw for brian flores to be like you know what we 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 got to take this take this to another level but you, you, i'm you know you know what just to say a point i think and they they, they mentioned this on get up today um they were just going to interview him just to just to fill their quarter okay we 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 interviewed a black candidate, but we're not going to hire him. Just to do it, just to have it in this, like, like to have it on record with the NFL that we did what we needed to do. We followed the, the Rooney rules, and that's why they're suing. So I understand completely what, why he's suing the NFL. Unfortunately, it's oh, – go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, let's let's go ahead and uh, explain to them what the Rooney rule is. So the Rooney rule was put into place for minorities, which is – white i mean excuse me not white no offense uh, black <laughs> black spanish asian minorities right, to get right. opportunities in the nfl which means if we was to break this down as far as head coaching candidates they each ball club is supposed to interview at least two two minority coach coaches for the head coach as a as a head coaching candidate and right. at least one for a coordinator a coordinator position, if that makes sense. That didn't really come out right. Did you get what I just said? No, no, I understand the the, the defensive coordinator or the offensive coordinator. Well, a coordinator in general. So right, right. now with the Rooney rule now, which I've always thought that that was a bogus rule because it's not guaranteeing them to get a job. It's just putting their foot through the door. But at the same time, if – I like to look at things a little bit more optimistically too, as well. Like there may be somebody that sat down during that meeting that may have been impressed with the meeting. And then later down the road, they'd be like, okay, I want to hire this guy later, like maybe five, maybe 10 years later, two years. Like it doesn't matter, but at least it gets your foot in the door. But I feel like that doesn't, that's not enough 
for minorities to get head coaching jobs. And it was interesting during that interview that he had on, I think that was Good Morning CB, CBS, though the one before that. Oh, Good, morning, no, no, okay. Good Morning CBS was the fact that players need to sit in on these interviews because those the players are the ones that are getting coached by the head coach. And I feel like it was touched on by Deshaun Watson last year before the season started where he wanted input with the Houston Texans as far as who should the next head coach for the Houston Texans be. Like, I feel like that should definitely be a quarterback, uh, a quarterback, maybe the best player on the defense and probably another offensive, your best offensive player should definitely have some input. And I feel like that would help out a lot with the, the social injustice in the in the in the coaching hire hiring system, however they have it. I, I I think again, I feel like just like how you were saying, the Rooney Rule is just a just to fill the quota. I don't think there's I don't I don't want to I don't want to speak on people's intent, but I just think that 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 is set in place just so black people could just shut up and just not mention it and not, not, you know, protest and just keep us quiet, you know, cause all the NFL owners, all of them, all white male, old white men who, you know, may or may not be stuck in their ways and don't want to change things. And I feel that I, I hope things would change in the NFL, but unfortunately for Brian Flores, and I don't want, I don't wish this on him. I really don't, but he might be the sacrificial, the sacrificial lamb and he might not ever coach in the NFL again because he, to people on the inside, he he looks like a whistleblower. Now, what he's talking about is you know is true, and it's, it's um you speak with integrity, you speak with truth. But the people on the inside of the NFL might not like him saying that. So I I I hope this doesn't happen. I hope he gets another another coaching job. But I think that unfortunately, based on the, the history of the NFL. He might be blackballed and not not ever get a head coaching job. Like, what team is going to take a chance on him if you have him in the inner circle and they say things and he just like you already like I, I don't have an issue with him speaking out. Like, I don't. But you you get what I'm saying, Devore. Right? Like, you're supposed to be one of us. You're supposed to be inside. You're supposed to be uh, a fraternity. You spreading out all of, all of our dirty laundry out there. Oh, he, even ain't, though- he ain't in the fraternity. He definitely ain't in the fraternity. He's trying yeah. to get in the fraternity. But again, I didn't I didn't before these allegations even came out, I didn't even think he was going to get a job because when I read the article that Armando Saguro wrote when he with Stephen Ross said that Brian Flores was tough to work with. I already knew right then and there he signed and sealed and delivered his his status as far as never being a head coach in the NFL, because what do these guys do? What do these owners do all the time? They talk to each other. It's about what it's not about what you know. It's not about what you know. It's about who you know. And that's how it works right. in life. These guys sit down and talk to each other at country clubs, private, private events and stuff like that. And of course, they 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 ask for recommendations. And if 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 somebody was to come across Stephen Ross, let's say, what's another owner in the league? Let's just use Jerry Jones, for example, because that's the only one I can think of on the top of my head. Shao Kahn, like if he was to come across Stephen Ross and be like, hey, Stephen, what you think about what you think about Brian Flores as a head coach? What do you think he would say? He would say good things. 
Um, okay. So, so you agree with me then? You think he's gonna no, he's not gonna get a head coaching job for a while? Even even if even if Brian Flores never came out and decided to sue the NFL, I didn't think he was gonna get a head coaching job. His best chance of wow. being a coach again was probably gonna be with the New England Patriots under Bill Belichick. Because apparently he speaks highly of Brian Flores. I don't know about now, but <laughs> but uh he speaks highly of Brian Flores, but I didn't. I never thought he was going to get another job. As after that article that I read, that uh, Stephen Ross said that he is tough to work with, and he he disconnected himself from the rest of the team. Yeah. I knew. I knew right then and there that yeah, was yeah, it but, for Brian okay. Flores. But let me ask you a question though: You think every team is going to listen to a Stephen Ross? There's some teams that don't. No. That yes. Oh, gee. Uh, gee. They look they, before the before the NFL draft combine. They have they have an owners meeting. They discuss right. they discuss they they discuss rule changes. Like it's not even just owners meetings. Like I'll give you another example. Like I was saying I was saying in the video yesterday. Like I'm not going to tell you which coach it was, but I go to I go to country clubs on a regular basis uh, for my regular job for delivering, and I've and I've and I've literally walked by these high profile guys and listened to some of these conversations that they be having, and like there was a head coach. From a college, I'm not gonna say which head coach in that college, but that dude is racist as I don't know what. And these guys are literally sitting here just talking like any old kind of way in these country clubs, man. I'm I'm telling you. I I hear you, but I, I just feel like um okay, so for example, I'll give you an example. Look at Antonio Brown. How many different teams gave him a chance? You're telling me one owner. Is gonna say one thing and nobody's gonna give Brian Flores a chance. I don't. I don't think that's 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 um very Play, I don't players. Think that play, players and coaches are two are two totally different things. I believe the the NFL is majority black, like sixty percent are black players. So right. you can't really do anything about the players, but you could definitely do something about the coaches that, because that's, that's a good point that's a good point I get you, you. Re- like I, the I, players are not really dealing with the owner like the, the head coach has to deal with the owner and the general manager what i'm saying is that maybe maybe he would have not get a head coaching job but he definitely would have been a coordinator because that defense the last two years the dolphins defense has been very yeah. good so he would he would have a job somewhere but he like make, just, yeah i'm not i'm not arguing with the coordinator job I, i'm not arguing with the coordinator job he'll definitely get a coordinator job but he ain't getting a head coaching job but right now, I don't think he'll get any job at all. Not even a coordinator. Because oh yeah, right now, yeah, hell no, he ain't get yeah. another job. He'll yeah. never, he ain't get nothing. He'll be out of better, better chance of coaching college at this point. Which is very unfortunate for him because he seems like a decent human. He doesn't seem like he he seems like he does carry himself with with integrity. He doesn't seem like a liar. Unfortunately, maybe he's just rubbed people the wrong way. Maybe he's too serious. Maybe he's just all business. And I don't know. I mean, there was the whole thing with him and Tua and. You know, now I just feel bad for the guy. I really feel bad. I, I hope that because of him, he's going to be an example that the, the rules do change in the NFL. Because if you look at other leagues, like, for example, the NBA, 13 coaches, 13 black coaches around the league, there's only one head coach that's black in in, foot, in NFL. That has to change. Like I, So I, I hope that this, this, is the, this is where the change will start. But unfortunately, he's going to get blackballed because of that. It won't change because they still interviewed the coaches, the black coaches. They still interviewed them. So 
what can you you can like you really it's really very hard for you to prove racism and that's why like obviously the text messages said something different that's probably the only leg you can stand on right now as far as the new york giants are concerned but like it's very very hard to prove racism see there's racism and there's systemic racism where you basically keep the minorities under control through certain practices and certain you know ways that companies and corporations do so i don't think it's flat out out racism but there's some form of systemic racism if if you understand what i'm saying but as far as moving forward i think like do you think the patriots will hire him as a coordinator hell no he burnt that house down when he leaked them damn text messages Oh, he's done. He's done then. He's done. Yeah, Bill Belichick go chuck him with his hoodie if he saw him in person. Mm. That's a shame, and, man. And you know, and you know what's crazy? Because I remember we was we was talking about this in the private chat. Like, no disrespect to Kellen Moore. But if he would have got a job over Brian Flores, I'd be really freaking pissed. I would like be livid about that. And for those who are not familiar with Kellen Moore, he is the current offensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys who just retired from the NFL as a player two years ago. And last year he was the quarterback coach for the, for the Cowboys. They fired Jason Garrett. Mike McCarthy decided to keep him on the, on the, on the, on the staff. And that's how he ended up moving up. And just after two years of you being a coach, uh, excuse me, okay. just two years after being after being a position coach and an offensive coordinator, you deserve to have a head coaching job where guys basically work their whole, for like 20 years plus, 20 years mm-hmm. plus to be in that position to be a head coach. Like, come on, man. Like, seriously, like that, that right there, that blows me. Like that, like stuff like that really blows me because they was about to turn around. The Houston Texans was about to turn around and do the exact same thing with Josh McCown. And I remember that. It was another coach that they, another player that was trying to be a coach too, that I can't remember off the top of my head. But like, like it's just those, those, and and, I, and, it, and it gets me thinking. Like when they hire young like that, G, I feel like they just want a yes man to just do whatever the do whatever the owner says. That's See, what I, I feel. That's about. I don't have a problem with them hiring former players as you know coordinators or you know the the. The, you know, like a quarterback's coach or a linebacker's coach, like work your way up to head coach. You can't just come off two years and just be a head coach already. Like you, you need to work your way up and earn your stripes. I agree with that. Tw- dudes have been waiting 20, 10, 20, 15 years to be a head coach. And you just come up and you 33 and you played in the league two years ago. And yeah, I, I would have not agreed with that. And that still could be a possibility, which is crazy. Unless he came back to the cow. He went back to the Cowboys or is he still, He's like he still got his second interview lined up with the Dolphins. Remember when we had this conversation? <laughs> hey, during the season, remember when I just came in the in the private chat and I was randomly like, "Hey, yo, I I just looked at Kelly Moore's Wikipedia, right? And this dude literally yeah. just went from being being a player to quarterback coach, and now he's an offensive coordinator." I said, "Watch yeah. this mofo get a watch him get an interview for a head coach job next year. Watch, I guarantee you." And so, lo and behold. He is a top candidate to be a head coach. Now, what like what are the ramifications of you being a head coach? Because and, 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 and then you were a quarterback coach for who? For for what's what's the guy in Dallas again? Dak. That that was the, that, that's who you was coaching. Yeah, that's who he was coaching for one so, year. You was coaching so, for one year. What did you do that 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 you did something so? 
extravagant that you could be, you know, considered a head coach. You coached Dak and the Cowboys. Like, you didn't do nothing special. Like, what? I don't get it, man. I don't get it. What did he do? What is on his resume that say, hey, this guy would be a good, a great head coach? Let me know. Hey, I'm glad you see it the same way I do because I just keep getting called a, a cowboy hater when I say it. Nah, man. The, the Cowboys <laughs> fans are ridiculous. And we all know that. So, so let me let me so there was a there was a rumor that came out a couple of hours ago about Jim Harbaugh. Oh. Yeah, because there was there was the rumors about the possibility of Jim Harbaugh coming to Miami being the head coach before these allegations came out. So let's go ahead and rewind the clock back again, back to 2011. <laughs> Steven Ross, the order for the Dolphins, he wanted Jim Harbaugh to be the next head coach, even though he had Tony Sperano already on the payroll as the Dolphins coach. So that <laughs> that didn't end up coming into flourishing in the end, and Jim Harbaugh ended up being the head coach for the San Francisco 49ers. So fast forward to present day, about a couple of weeks ago, when they announced the firing of Brian Flores, the topic of the excuse me, the idea of Jim Harbaugh being being a possible candidate for the Dolphins was placed on the table and Stephen Ross shut it down. He said he didn't want to, he didn't want to take Jim Harbaugh away from the, from the Michigan Wolverines because he was coaching. wasn't, he was unsure, uncertain about what he, if he wanted to return back to college or not. So last week they came out, it came out, I believe it was sometime during the conference championship game time where he was going to go interview for the Minnesota Vikings. And sure enough, today, a couple hours ago, he it's a rumor. It's not, I don't think it's confirmed yet. I might have to go back and check. So we're just going to keep it as a rumor right now that he decided to go back to college, even though he expressed interest in coaching in the NFL. What do you what what are your thoughts on that? And keep I, in mind. Stephen mm-hmm. Ross has Michigan ties. All right, yeah, I know that. Um, I think I think he actually be he would be good for the Dolphins, and he might actually be good for Tua because Tua is a college quarterback playing in the NFL. He doesn't really know what he's doing, and maybe and maybe Harbaugh can guide him and teach him and, and you know try to help his game out. So I and then you know he has energy. He he has great speeches. He he he's um you know the players love to play play for him. He's like a player's coach. So I actually think it would be good for the Dolphins in the short term, not in the long term, but in the short term, it'd be good for the Dolphins. That's just my opinion. Oh, I, I like the take, but I, I wanted to hear, did you think, do you think that this was all just a little uh, ring around the Rosie game by Steven Ross by stating that the fact that he didn't want him at first and then Jim Harbaugh yeah, Ro- came out? Huh? Just like uh, uh, Greg said in the chat, Ross just seems shady. He seems like a, a person that doesn't tell you the full truth. You know, just gives you bits and pieces and hides the full truth from either the the, the media or maybe his team, his coaches. Like he just seems like he has his own agenda and doesn't let everybody else in. And when shit doesn't work out, he can just blame it on somebody else. Well, that's not what I really wanted to do. That's how it comes off. So that's very. That's that's that is but very that's but that's but that's any but that's any management, bro. Like, yeah. bro. Yeah, but he does it. He does it more than than 
he does it a lot more than others. I, I know this is like a, a whole uh, like a, we talk about a whole different scale that we talk about with Stephen Ross, but when you go into your job and somebody else fucks up and you take the blame for it, even though you was just doing what you was told, like you the first one on the total board to abandon shit, right? <laughs> I guess. I mean, I don't know. What, 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 what? So you don't agree with the take? Like you don't think he's kind of wishy-washy like he just has a different like he has his own agenda for what he wants the Dolphins to be but that doesn't line up with his coach his team his organization he just wants to do his own thing he sounds he sounds like well I wouldn't say he's Jerry Jerry, Jerry Jones because they listen to him but he just sounds like an owner who doesn't who who's not firm in what he wants to do See the difference between him and Jerry Jones is Jerry Jones actually stays in Dallas and be is with the team twenty four seven. Stephen Ross, I mean, all how I don't even know how often he goes comes down to to Florida because he lives in New York, so he's not really hands on with the team. He just has his his people communicate with him from a distance, and that's right. how he gets things done. But my thing is like you're a businessman, stay a businessman. You have the coach, coach, and you have the general manager, manage whatever. If if the if the head coach has full control of player personnel or, or whatever, but everybody has a role to play, and your role is to keep invested in the team. That's your job. So, but there there are some owners who are actually football people, football or basketball people, or actually know the game. But I don't think he, I don't think he knows the game. He's just a businessman, so it's kind of different. Yeah, like you, like it's like. Again, I hate to take this back to just us grunts work, but it's like it's like it's like your manager coming down to you and saying something that makes totally no freaking sense. And you know it makes no sense, but you just sit there and you shake your head, okay, I'm gonna do it just because you're my manager. And if I say no, you're gonna fire my ass. It's one of them type of situations. And I, you know, I, I wouldn't like to work for something like you know, a company or someone like that. That's just awful. You like never had, somebody who, I know you had to have a, a situation like that before. That, of course, of course. But um, that's when I was <laughs> younger and not as smart and not, you know, not know how to handle and speak to people. But like, that's not an environment that I want to work in. That's why I've always stated, look, this is why I've always stated that the Dolphins need a new culture, need a new something. And maybe the change is a new owner. Now, obviously, you can't fire the owner. He's the owner. But if somebody were, if, if there was a group of people who could come and buy him out, you just, I don't know, you just never know what can happen. But until that culture changes, until Stephen Ross is out of there or he gives control more to somebody else, the Dolphins will always be a, a team that never really achieves and stays mediocre, unfortunately. that They will always be that way. Well, if the allegations are true as far as the whole tampering situation with Tom Brady, I believe they will strip him of the team. They, they, that can happen. Oh yeah, you violated the rules. You, you were tampering. Yeah, but how many, how many rules did what's the what's the owner from the Patriots? How many rules has they has that team broken? He's still the owner. How does Robert Kraft? How does Robert Kraft keep the owner position? But Stephen Ross gets fired. Not that I'm trying to you know pick up you know tear for Stephen Ross or whatever. I'm just asking the question. Okay, so what rules are we what are we talking about here? Are we talking about Deflate Gate? Are we talking about the 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 uh, the happy ending incident? Is that what we're talking about? Well, all of that together, all of that together, like he 
had many incidents and he's still the owner of the Patriots. Well, I think with with the with, if we're talking about the Flategate, that's something beyond Steve, uh, Robert Kraft's control. Um, Spygate, that's beyond Robert Kraft's control. And the only, uh-huh. only thing that I could probably get him for, what I could agree that you can get him for, is probably the happy ending incident where they had that raid at the massage massage parlor a couple years back and he was caught in there you remember that i remember that yeah (laughs) that's the only thing that i could possibly think that he should that he should have got in serious trouble for but really outside of that like i that's not tampering tampering is kind of is different yeah yeah, tampering tampering is on a whole other level like you communicated with a player and trying to get them to come to your team before the new league year started uh for free Mm -hmm. agency in march like that's a serious offense. Like we talking about you getting draft picks stripped from you, and you talking about possibly the owner considering how it's not even just it's not even just tampering. It's also the fact that you tried to bribe Brian Flores to lose games on purpose. <laughs> that right there, I uh, think that's 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 that right that's there. Bad. You ain't going. You ain't getting away with that. <laughs> you yeah, ain't but, getting but you away know, with that. but team's been doing that. For- Team's been doing that for years as far as um, it happens more in the NBA than it does in the NFL. But team's been doing that for years. Let's let's lose on purpose so we can get a better draft. The thing is, Brian Flores unfortunately made it public and then put a number on it, put a, a, an actual a number on it. So that that made it even worse. Yeah, I, I wonder what's going to happen. Like, I wonder if Roger Goodell or the NFL is going to come down on Stephen Ross. I doubt they'll do anything. I think that. Brian Flores will be the scapegoat and they'll just blackball him and blame everything on him. But I wonder if, I, I just wonder if, you know, Goodell's going to have some balls and actually do something to, to Stephen Ross. We'll see. You can't, hey, you know who Goodell's yeah. boss is? The owners. Yeah, yeah. So really, what do you think he's going to do? But he can find the owners. He does, he does have control over that. He can find the owners. He can get them removed from the team. I don't know if he can do that, but he can find them and take a, you know, take away draft picks, which, would suck for the Dolphins. But again, this is the culture that the Dolphins is in, are in. This is what I'm talking about. This is the toxicity of the Miami Dolphins. This is why the Dolphins will always let you down because of the culture that they're in, set by the owner. It's just it's very unfortunate, but this is this is what it is. I hear you. But I wonder how that conversation is going to go in the next owner's meeting. Hey, uh, Steven, you, you fucked up. Um, so what do you think we should do? The rest of the owners, all 31 owners. What do you think we should do with Steven? Well, Steven, you should sell the team. I, I don't know. I, I really don't know because, like, that whole tampering thing, I guess we can call this what we call this point shaving if we're right. if we're trying to lose. Even but I, don't think that's a, I don't think that's enough to remove him from the team. They might just take – they might just find the hell out of them and then take Dolphins draft picks for the cup, for the next – X amount of years, but that is not enough. That's not like a Donald Sterling situation. You know, that's, I don't think he'll be removed from the team or be, be forced to sell the team, but I, I think I see fines and I see draft picks taken away. Definitely. That's, that's going to happen. It has to happen. Something has to happen. Yeah, definitely. Something def- definitely does have to happen, but I, this, we're going to continue to monitor this as this thing unfolds. <laughs> But come on, bro. Like, let's think about it. Who is going to want to be the next head coach for the Bobby Dolphins at this point? <laughs> if 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 Jim Harbaugh was like, man, f this, 
Uh, y'all, y'all both folks in the NFL is crazy. I'm going back to Michigan. <laughs> like, this, yeah, man. I don't know. Like, who would want to come to this mess? Who would want to come here? So it would have to be somebody with a strong personality, with a strong mindset, and and firm in what they want to do with the team. And I don't know. Like, who's a good candidate? Because everybody's saying that the the offensive coordinator from from Kansas City, but is is he is he mentally strong enough to handle? The pressure that you might get from Tua and his inept ability to play well, or from Stephen Ross, or from the Dolphin fans and the Dolphins culture, can he handle that? Like he, he's a great offensive coordinator, but as a head coach, we do you think he'll be good? That's the question. Because I know everybody wants to, you know, what is his name? Ellaby. What's his name? The uh, enemy. The enemy, right? From Kansas City. Like, is is he really is he really the the best candidate for the Dolphins' job? Is my my question. Are you are you saying that as far as being a damage control candidate, considering the fact that, well, for the Dolphins, I don't think they're going to be in that much trouble as far as the whole racial racial situation because you still keep your you still have a black general manager. You just had Brian Flores as your head coach for three years. So thank, thank you, John. Thank you, John. Appreciate that. So what's up, I, What's going on, fellas? Go ahead, finish what you me? said, uh, Devor. I'm sorry. We can hear you. Okay, okay. Go ahead, Go finish ahead, your point, Devor. Oh, oh, my bad. Uh, yeah, so I don't think the Dolphins would be in that. I wouldn't get in trouble for the racial part of it because of the fact that you have a black general manager and you had to you had Brian Flores for three straight years. So as far as the black part, the racial thing, the Dolphins should escape that. Now the tampering, that's a different story. <laughs> but, uh, hey, Q, yeah, what, what you got? Q, have you heard what we've been talking, what we've been saying? Uh, my thing is, remember I said in the private chat, right? About um, Greer. Greer is, is a, he's nothing but a, a good old boy. Uh, someone who sat by the door doing his job. <laughs> he don't care about nobody else. Because think about, I'm going to say this to you, bro. As a fellow black man, if my boss was a white man, tell another black man to do something wrong, I know because if this black man do, do this set thing, He's going to be the face of this set thing. It's not going to be the owner who offered the money, the owner who set up meetings with another person before free agency. It's not going to be that. It's going to be Brian Flores. And to me, it is because from from the beginning, I always knew the owner wanted Harbaugh. That's that's what he's been wanting for the past 10 years. I don't understand why, but he wants this guy to be the coach for some reason. For some odd reason, he wants him to be the head coach. He been wanting this man to be the coach since Tony Soprano. He did him dirty. Because to me, I'm going to say this to you, bro. Brian Flores was hired to be a scapegoat. <laughs> he was hired to be a scapegoat. And I saw that I saw that shit from the beginning. It's sad. It no, no one messed him up. He actually was a good coach. That's what fucked him up. He was to be so bad. So we can get three first round first he's overall. He's a good picks coach or a great coach. He's a good coach. Right now, he's a good coach. Because okay. think about this. I'm gonna say this okay. to you. If if somebody else comes to this team, do you think that defense still gonna play the same way? 
No. Mm-hmm. That's him. That's him. The defense was him. It wasn't nobody else. <laughs> it wasn't how they built the team. He built the team how he wanted the defense to run. He didn't get to the offer. That's why I don't understand how people say he had three years to build a team. No, man, he had two years to build a team. It's really two years. I don't count well, that first year. I don't count. The Vore counts 2019 for some reason. I don't know why. I don't count. I don't count 2019. I don't count that year. Quinte, I just question don't. for you. Quinte, the shelf life for NFL head coaches, if you're not improving by year three, are you going to be returning after that third year? But I'm going to say this. What has he done not to be returned? He's the first winning coach we had in 20 years, bro. And how, and how many 20. years? And how many years? 20. That's 20. bull crap. That's bull crap. Don't sit back and throw my boy under the bus. First of all, Dude, he had one if, winning If you season. keep on saying Adam Gaines, bro, Adam Gaines had one season, bro. One you said season. first winning. You said first winning season first in 10 win, years. Last time I checked, 2016 is back four years ago. Winning that's that's wrong with Dolphins fans, bro. We so a lot of a lot of y'all is delusional. Y'all, when y'all like a guy, y'all like a guy. That's y'all problem, man. That's y'all problem. The proof is right there. The proof is that man had two winning seasons back to back. The first yeah. season we won ten games. We won't even supposed to win fucking ten games. We won nine games with a sorry ass quarterback. Come on now, dude. I don't want to hear. I'm gonna say if you switch Tannehill with two. We'll be in the fucking playoffs right now, bro. What and, about and you? Ain't no better, bro. What about Jacoby with Tua? For Tua? Jacoby sucks, bro. I'm not, I'm not one of those people who's going to say Jacoby's better. He okay. sucks. I'm just saying, because you need to understand. I, I, I get tired of people saying how this, that, and the other. Come on now. Tannehill had Brian Hartline, the bomb best. In the beginning of his career, this man was fucking throwing four times. So don't tell me no bullshit. Tua can't make it work with the offense he has. And he has better pocket presence than Tua. I mean, Tannehill. And he just can't. He he does not have the arm that Tannehill has. That's the that's the thing. It's like if you put those two together, we'll have a whole fucking quarterback. But we we can't. You understand what I'm saying? And then people like to yeah. talk about Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes can't read fucking defenses. That's his fucking problem. That's why he fucks up all the time. In crucial game-winning moments, he fucks up. The same thing with Josh Allen. He can't improvise. He can't do shit. Hey, but hey, people hey, get hey, mad at me for telling the truth, bro. Don't my boy Josh Allen. Hold on. Wait, man, it's not all Josh Allen. Come on, stop it. Stop it. DeVore, DeVore. DeVore, I can't take you. I can't take you, DeVore. I don't know if you told me to be <laughs> he's trolling, man. He's trolling. That's all he's doing. <laughs> the, the man is not that good. I'm going to say this. He's, he's Ben Burger who can't read defenses. At least Ben can read the defense. You understand what I'm saying? And look at Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow got sacked nine times against the Tennessee Titans. How in the hell did they win the game? It's one on Tannehill for throwing three interceptions. Two on the coach who called those dumbass defensive calls, leaving the fucking tight end all day over the middle of the field. And the running back. Come on now, dude. You play man to man when you when you so far away from the end zone, but when you get close to the red zone, you play in zone. What the fuck is you do? You don't play zone defense in the red zone. You don't do that. You make it harder for them to it, I don't know. It's it's a lot of stuff. 
that's happening this postseason, it just doesn't make any sense. Also, you got to look at why Tom Brady retired. He probably retired so he he don't get no backlash for what Brian Flores is doing. People need to put that in context too. Oh, we was definitely this, getting into getting to that. Yeah, but by, by think the way, about that's, it. How this man I can pay for another five years, and all of a sudden he want to retire this year? Well, let's, Come on let's, now, dude. Let's, yeah. let's talk about Tom Brady. That's a great transition. Yeah, let, 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 well, yeah let's let's talk about Tom Brady. So, yesterday, <clears throat> Tom Brady's retirement was overshadowed by Brian Flores' lawsuit that he filed. Yeah. But 22 seasons in the NFL, 20 with the New England Patriots, two with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, has the most touchdown passes in NFL history with 624, most passing, passing yards in NFL history with 84,520, Wow. 243 regular season wins, most in the NFL, most playoff wins in NFL history with 35, 19 Ooh. more than any other quarterback ever. You, I think you the next closest yeah. is Joe Montana, if I'm not mistaken, has yeah. the most Super Bowl appearances with 10 and 7 Super Bowl rings and has is a five-time Super Bowl MVP, most in the NFL history, and is the all-time playoff leader in touchdown passes. With eighty six, and is has the in completions thirteen thousand. So you pass the yards thirteen thousand and forty nine yards, and completions one thousand one hundred and sixty five yards. Fifteen <laughs> Pro Bowl selections, most in NFL history. Three time NFL MVP, two thousand nine comeback me, player of the year, and also was named a top one hundred player of all time. Let, let me let me just say something. I, I know because we've had this conversation before. I think the three of us have stated to to Banks that you got to give more credit to the Patriots defense. They were he had great defenses all year. Quinte said he was a game manager for you know early and early in his career. But man, you cannot argue with the numbers, man. Even though all of that what we said is true, the man is but, still great. The man is still great. He's still great. I'm gonna and say I, I, I'm gonna you can't argue with those numbers, but he can't argue with those numbers. I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Let me say one thing to you real quick, Banks. I mean, not Banks, but G. If Tannehill played for 20 years, he had some numbers. And nah, we know Tannehill is not that good of a quarterback. No, no, no. The void knows what I'm talking man. about. If, no, that, that you, you, sound, by you sound crazy now, man. Come I'm on. Not no, no, that, no, man. no. No, I'm going to say this, Steve. Go ahead. If you look at his yearly um, numbers, he's going to throw for 3,800 yards passing or 4,000. He's going to throw for 28 to 30 touchdowns, right? And you do that consistently for twenty years, you're gonna have you're gonna break everybody's record. But Quinte, right? he he didn't he didn't have any he didn't have any receivers until 07 when he got Randy no. Muscle. He didn't well, have I'm, any I'm receivers. The Patriots put all their money on defense. My man asked you a question. What was what was his problem in Tampa Bay? He didn't have he didn't have his system in place for him to ball. I'm gonna say this. If they had his system, Tampa Bay would be undefeated for two years straight. They didn't have his system. So how come they won the Super Bowl? How did Mike? How did Mike Evans decline a little bit when Tom Brady came? Mike Evans was a 12, 13 yard receiver every year. What happened? Why he de- declined a little bit? Why did Godwin decline a little bit? They're not his type of receivers. He likes little short guys, route routes, short routes, and occasionally hit a deep, deep pass down the field. And people forget 
that year we had Randy Moss, who had the most reception on the team, Wes Walker. Not Randy Moss. People the need to threw, understand the, the that. Man, the man threw 50 touchdowns that year, man. But, dude, how many touchdowns did Randy Moss have off deep passes? 20 touchdowns, right? 20-some touchdowns off deep passes. Yeah, 20, 23, but who, I think. But who, but who had the most receptions on the team? Wes Walker. And who was getting the first downs? Okay, so wait, wait. What are you? What are you saying? No, no. Answer my question. Answer my question. Okay, but I'm trying. I'm trying to understand your point. Are you saying that? I'm gonna say I can't take nothing away from the man. But don't come on now. Come on now. So you don't. You don't think he's one of the greats? You don't think he's one of the greats? Those numbers. He's one of the greats. I give. I give him one of the greats because in Christ's time, I want Tom Brady to have the ball. I give him that. Exactly. That's about yes. it. I can't. I can't get. I can't get him nothing else. So who's better I'm than Tom Brady? Then? Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh come Dan on! Marino, man. Stop it. Stop Brett Favre. Dan Marino. Yes, Dan Marino. Dan Marino. If Dan Marino I, had one championship, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say it's a person. Nobody give him no credit. Nobody. Warren Moore was one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the fucking game. But he gets no fucking credit. If he was, well, I mean, we all know dude, why he'll get credit. We all know if why. If he was a white dude, Warren Moon be the best back to ever play. Think about it. The man won a championship in Canada six years in a row, or five years in a row, either. Yeah. Come on. Think about that. And that was early in his career. Think about it. If he went to the NFL with that in his prime, that was his prime years. But he could get in the NFL. But you want you want to wait this year. Then you had Randall Cunningham. If you had if you had if he had a, a better support staff, Randall Cunningham would have been the, one of the best quarterbacks ever played. Randall Cunningham had one of the greatest Michael defenses Vick. ever. Yeah, but Mike, you couldn't take nothing from from Cunningham, bro. You can't take nothing from him, bro. And you, as, Eagles, as, as an Eagles fan, you should not say that. You can't take nothing from him. When his defense gave him a turnover, what 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 what, what Randall Cunningham doing? He's going to score a touchdown. What McNabb McNabb had no fucking weapons for one season. He had a fucking weapon. Yeah, what, I agree what, with that. Yeah. yeah. Come on now, it's like I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't give first okay, all the but, credit because uh, I know, the, the, I know it's a team mm-hmm. effort. I know. It was the defense that brought him to, the, to those Super Bowls, bro. I know the kicker won some of those Super Bowls for him. He won one Super Bowl. That was the cheated, the, the most crazy Super Bowl I ever saw in my life was that, that Atlanta Falcons Patriots Super Bowl. How in the hell did you let them come back? I know Tom Brady's good under pressure, but come on now, dude. All he had to do was kick two take, field goals. The game was over. I definitely that, would that, take that Marino. Was, that was – I definitely take Marino over Brady, but Brett Favre. I think Brett Favre I, I like, was. That's one, um, that's one of my favorite players. So. I I know I know it's, he just took too many chances, but sometimes they worked out. But um, I hear you, man. I, I just again, you can't argue with those numbers. I think he's one of the greatest. Is he the best quarterback ever? I, the best quarterback, no. in, the most talented quarterback, in my opinion, is Dan Marino. I don't care what nobody says. I'll take him over every quarterback ever that ever lived. He's he's like he's like Peyton Manning, but better. Yeah, 
hey, man, yeah, I don't know. I just don't. I respect the man, but to say he's a GOAT and all that shit, nah. Because <laughs> through all his 20-something years, he wasn't even the best player in the NFL. That's True. just my humble opinion. People, people go off the rings, the ring argument. I'm going to say, if when Dan Marino played, when Dan Marino played, they say, oh, he was one of the best players that season. Tom Brady, when his early in his 20s to 35, he wasn't even the best player. He didn't start being a man to um, pay man and retire. People forget that shit. <laughs> People forget that. He wasn't, he wasn't nothing to pay man and retire. Yeah, he got Super Bowls, but he got Super Bowls because he had a great team. When, when, when can a quarterback say, I have a great team to help me? Many. Not many. You might have a great team for a single two and have a run, but that's it. This man had a run for 20 something, 22 years. 22 years. They were favored to win Super Bowl every freaking year because of the team, not just Tom Brady. And then when he went to Tampa Bay, he, he barely did anything in that Super Bowl. The defense won that game. He was fucking up in that game. Just imagine if the defense played bad that game. They would have lost. That's what people, it's like, I don't take nothing away from the man, but you got to look at everything. Can't, you can't just pick one, one or two things about a person to say he's just not a pippin'. I don't really. Okay, well, I, I, got a, I got a question for you. I got a question for you. Um, we, we were talking about this earlier. I, I feel I feel like Brian Flores is going to get blackballed. He's not going to get any coaching job in NFL for at least five years. You agree with that or you disagree with that? You think you think some team will give him a chance? Because they're looking at him like the whistleblower. I'm going to say this to you, bro. As a black man, you know, in that kind of environment, you got to be perfect, bro. You have yeah. to be perfect. Yeah. If you're not perfect, you're getting fucked. That's like I said before, he was a scapegoat, bro. I'm gonna say this to you, and people like to say, "Oh, he's hard." He's a typical black a black man with strong will who's alpha male. He's not gonna take no shit. He wants you to be straight with him. That's what he wants. But just like I keep telling people, Chris Greer, he, he should have got fired. <laughs> that man is—he's a, a rat. Something that's not right about. How in the hell does this man stay in this organization for all this line, all this time? All he all he been doing to me is back people to get 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 ahead. Think about it. Everything this man do is, is something ain't right. <laughs> something ain't right. Now how in the hell you gonna tell ask another black man to lose games and you know for a fact if he lost I'm gonna say this to you. We lost all those games for his first season we drafted Joe Burrow. You think he still would have been our coach the next two, you know who he got fired. Because, yeah. oh, he lost all the games. And that's a fact. You don't understand. It's like, yeah, y'all make jokes about Marvin Lewis, but Marvin Lewis is a good coach. Why hasn't he got another chance? He took a sorriest organization to, to the playoffs every fucking year. He lost every fucking playoff game. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But he took this sorriest franchise to the fucking playoffs every season. Right? Why hasn't he not get another chance? Why has he not? And I know y'all love to say uh, Mike Tomlin. Yes, Mike Tomlin. He's in a great situation. When do you ever see the Rooms have a bad draft or this, that? No, they're not. All you got to do is know how to 
manage manage your emotions, manage people, and you be good. You'll be a decent coach for um for the Steelers. It's like it's, it's that's the best situation for anybody. Any other coach, any other situation, it's it's gonna be hard for you. The little coach for the uh, the Cardinals, he get fired after one season, and he ain't have nothing on the team. Steve Wilkes got fired for Steve he Wilkes, got right? fired for a coach. Yes, he got coaching sucks in college. Who sucks in college? Sucks. And get to the league sucks. I don't, I'm gonna say this. I know people like to say he's the future. That that motherfucker scares me because somebody's gonna blow his little ass up. You looking like a little leprechaun running around with a football like that? It's, I just don't like it. I just he can't prove me wrong. But I just don't like it, man. Something ain't right. I just don't like it. He got too much confidence for a motherfucker ain't do shit in the league yet. That's what kills me about some people. You ain't do nothing but just like you, Tom Brady. You you on Tom Brady level. Like you've been at least fifteen years and you you've been to five Super Bowls. No, Pippin. You haven't. You haven't been to the playoffs yet. Besides you went to the playoffs this year got your ass kicked. Come on now, dude. <laughs> it's, it's, he is extreme. he is not, extremely confident, yeah. I understand to be confident, yes, you got to be confident in yourself. But at certain points, you got to have a quiet confidence about yourself and you build your resume and then you can be boastful or whatever you want to I mean, so far, so far, it's pretty good. 70 touchdowns, 34 interceptions, 11,480 yards. I'm going to say this to you. I'm going to say this to you. Some people go off. I go 20, off what 20 I rushing see. touchdowns. No, no, I go off what I see. What you see, you see a person that runs around in circles, at living. Unscripted plays. He does not plays. go to the structure of the play. He's unscripted plays. He doesn't do anything right. That's what wait, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Devon, you can't say nothing, man, because you, you were all about Arizona this season, so stop it. Come on now. What did I say? What no, did I say? I, I, what did I say I, Sunday I, night? I didn't say nothing about Arizona. What did I say Sunday no, no, night? No, not you. I'm talking about Devon. What, what, what did what I say Sunday night? What did I say what Sunday night? Say? When we, was talking, when, we was talking about, when we was talking about quarterbacks, and I said, Kyler Murray, it's, it's something ain't right with Kyler Murray moving forward. And you said it's it was the, the ankle. The it was the ankle. The ankle. I mean, sorry, the ankle injury. Yeah. It ain't no ankle, man. It's, it's how he plays, man. Like, that offense he... doesn't look sustainable at all. Not... Like, after a while, it looks, it looks too it, – it, it looks too predictable. Hmm. And yes. then you and Bates is like, yeah, well, DeAndre Hopkins ain't there. He ain't there. I'm like, bro, you had Christian Kirk. You have A.J. Green. You had Rondell Moore. Like, you couldn't make something happen with those three guys? And you had uh, uh, Zach Ertz. You couldn't make nothing happen with Zach Ertz? Yep. <laughs> mm. That's my whole issue, man. It's a lot of teams like this like, I'm gonna say it's it's a lot of things. It's like I said, to do that work. If they replayed the playoffs again, start from the beginning, the teams who were in Super Bowl right now would not be in the Super Bowl. Sorry, Banks, but it's the truth. <laughs> they won't be in the Super Bowl right now. Think about it. If they replayed those games, how everybody go, those teams would be in the Super Bowl. It'd be Tampa Bay, somebody else. Or Green Bay and somebody else. Green Bay Buffalo Bills. Or Tampa Bay versus Buffalo Bills. 
Hey, Quinte, can we can I backtrack on something real quick? I don't know about that. I disagree with that. But go ahead. You, you I'm know. telling you, I'm telling you. I'm gonna say this to you. If you go to the uh, the Bengals Titans game, Tannehill does a throw in like that. He's throwing three interceptions back to all of them in it. Come on now. That doesn't happen. Yeah, he he's had a, a game bad manager. Year this year. He's a game manager, but he doesn't turn the ball over. Something wasn't right. <laughs> He was limping the whole fucking game. But the, every time the camera see him limping, they, they turn away. You notice that shit. I know I was the only person that noticed that shit. So it just Before, wasn't we... right. And, and they put Derrick Henry to face. He shouldn't have been playing that game. He should have been giving Foreman a reason. Foreman should have started the game. It like It's like it just, it's, it, it, it's, everything was not right. And then you say the... Um, the, uh, even with the Buffalo, Buffalo should have beat Kansas City. <laughs> oh, that's true. We said, yeah, that's true. Can't, Buffalo should have beat Kansas City. I don't care how much I don't like Josh Allen, but they should have beat them. I like Josh Allen. I like Josh Allen. I don't like Josh Allen. I, like, I think him I, and Justin I, Herbert, they're the future, along with oh, other players. Oh, you hate no, no, no Joey just, B. No, I'm going to say Justin. Joey B. Yeah, of, course, of course, of course, of course, of course. Joey B. Just, yeah. Burr. Yeah, Joey Bird. To me, they set him up to be the next time Brady to take the mantle. That's just my opinion. He's got oh, his I got confidence. For you. I got something for you, G. I need to give it to you. I got a a book for you. Okay. Yeah, it's something that you need to read and have over my. But I tell you, not not right now. Probably the chat. <laughs> but it is. It's a lot of stuff. It just this. And back back to the Flores thing, he had to be perfect to get a chance. He got his chance, and they fired him by for having integrity. That's all it was. Exactly, exactly. Just think of if he didn't have any integrity, if he was a typical a guy just want to get ahead, don't want to suffer the consequences right now. That's you know that that's why he got fired for. Because think about it, it's a lot of people. Do stuff. They they know eventually that shit gonna catch up to them. It's like you know, my selling selling dope in the nineties. I'm the kingpin. I'm the, I'm the man. I'm selling all this dope, whatever the case may be. I know eventually I'm going to die. I'm spending my life in prison. That's why you see them boys live their life up to the fullest when they when they're free. <laughs> it's, it's a timeline. But if you do your do something where you go get a job, work your way up, become the man, it's going to take you a while. But you do it the right way instead of doing it the fast way. Or you go to college, you start your own business or something like that. You take your time and do it the right way. That's what he got fired for, doing it the right way. It wasn't no fast track, no nothing. He just did it the right way. Not no, he's not no 30, 35-year-old dude who just was playing quarterback in the fucking league. And all of a sudden, he gets a chance to be a head coach. How? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to all, all the coaches who got hired, how did they get hired over Brian Flores? Think about it. I want you to really think about that. All teams hired their coaches. Some of them I never even fucking heard of. They got a job for Brian Flores. I don't get it. I really don't. 
I don't understand for the um, the Raiders. They should have kept the guy who was already coaching. I don't understand. Uh, Come on, uh, man. It's Josh McDaniels. You already know. Josh McDaniels trumps 99%. We don't, hey, <laughs> he sucks as a head coach. Bruh. Okay, so obviously, obviously the ride with Denver didn't turn out the way everybody wanted it to turn out. But I'm a this is America. The the what, what okay. is it? The the world of the, the world the country of second chances. Oh, I believe he deserved a second he deserves a second chance and I think he will be a success with the Las Vegas Raiders moving forward. Over over Jim Carver, over Marvin Lewis. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm not saying over those guys. I'm not saying over those guys, but I'm just saying like Josh McDaniels has been a hot commodity for the past seven or eight years now, ever since he left. What would he was with Denver? Uh, 2009, 2010. So the last oh, eight man, years, Josh that. McDaniels has been a hot commodity. But I'm, I'm going to yeah. say this to you real quick before I go, before I clock in, man. I'm going to say this. What, what was the issue with um, the Raiders? They have a nice offense, nice piece. They just need one more piece, whatever. If the problem is their defense, they need a defensive head coach. They don't need an offensive mind head coach. They need somebody to beef up that defense, help their defense get better. That's the problem. In that division where he, they play in, you need a better defense. And their defense is not that good besides the two little pass rushes they got. That's it. They have nothing else. And that's, that's a proven fact. If you stay inside, run in the zone, those defensive ends are obsolete. <laughs> they need a defensive head coach. That's why I didn't like that that coaching hire. That's why I don't like it. I, I, I'm, I'm, reading Greg's, I'm reading Greg's comment in the comment saying, a comment section saying, Flo left out of that second chance. That's funny. Hey, I, I, guess, I, hear. I said, uh, we was just reading Greg's comment. It says, well, Flo left out of that second chance. <laughs> but we all, we, hey, we all know the color. We all know the color of Josh McDaniel's skin. So we ain't even going to try to uh, try to compare the two here. But if we're if going back to the Raiders, they had a lot more issues. Than just the defense, um, Quinte, because they end up firing the general manager too as well. Even though I felt like they they had a hard time figuring out the whole the whole drafting situation because the 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 draft the, dra- the some of the draft picks that the Raiders have had over the last couple of years have, have been head scratching to me. Nah, but let me don't have the head coach, not because of the general manager. It's, it's a Chuck. combination of both. I'm going to say, when Chucky was the head coach of the Raiders the first time, he's the same shit. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying, I you, man. He did the same shit. I'm going to say, every, I'm okay, take Chucky, take Harbaugh. He, Harbaugh took over the 49ers as a team that Mike Singletary built. Yeah, then uh, Chucky went to Tampa Bay on the team to build one Super Bowl. Well, one went to the Super Bowl, one won the Super Bowl. Right? Why? It's like if people give them credit 
for that, but they shouldn't have credit for nothing. <laughs> and once the 49ers team start getting old, breaking down, that's when he wanted to escape to college. Ain't really nothing connected with not one championship, not nothing. Hey, hey, First hey, hey, and guess what? This is the this is the this is the coach that your owner wants for the Dolphins. I don't know why. I don't know why. You do know why. Hey, well, there's the connection. It's I know why. The connection, right? Yeah. Yes. And the fact that he's you know yeah. he's probably dating one of his stepsisters. I mean, stepdaughters or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, man. All right, bro. Yeah, we we definitely about to wrap like this it. thing up. We 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 about to approach the uh the hour and twenty mark anyway. But a very very interesting podcast this evening. Even though I gotta yeah. I gotta give I gotta get Quinte some pushback. I don't know if he's still listening or not. But I'm I will. Okay, yeah, Brett Favre is not better than Tom Brady. No, nah, he's not. not. I, I agree with that. He's not better than Tom. Brady. <laughs> I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Every, everything, personal opinion. Because me, my all-time favorite quarterback, all time is Warren Moon. Warren Moon is secondary. And third, uh, Brett Favre. You got McNabb. And you got Peyton Manning. Those people I saw play. I'm just saying. I didn't really see what you call plays. He played for Kansas, but I was a little kid. I didn't really pay attention, pay attention like that. I'm reading Radically's comment here. It says, if the Texans hire Flores and keep Watson, does anyone even remember what Watson is accused of? This is an excellent deflection opportunity for the Texans. Mm-hmm. No. No, women don't forget. Women don't forget things. Exactly. I'm going to say this. I'm going to be honest. Coming from where I grew up and going out when I was going out and where I live, what he's what he's talking about about how you know it reads women offer you the ass, and then when they offer you the ass, they find out you got some money, then they want to cry something else. That's why you got to deal with certain kind of women. Because mm. I would say how I feel, but I don't say it like that on air. But in the private chat, I'm, I'll say how I feel. G know what I'm talking about. <laughs> if you're mm. It's different types of women. Winning, winning, <laughs> radically. I'm going to put it, I'm going to say like this. Radically, I think winning solves everything for the Houston Texans at this point. But, yeah, but they, uh, they, got, they, they got a whole lot of issues. They got everything on the team. But again, winning solves everything. If they, if they start winning, I'm pretty sure they'll forget everything real quick. But we definitely yeah. approaching the hour and 25 minute mark. So did anybody have any final thoughts before we close this thing out? Go ahead, Q. I'm blessed. I'm about to be gone. I'm blessed. <laughs> All right, bro. There ain't no long symphony today. What you got, G? Um, I got what I got is. Halfway through the NBA, well, a little more than halfway through the NBA season. I think they played about 50 games or so. 
I firmly believe that it's going to be a rematch in the finals. Um, the Warriors turn over the ball too much, and I think the Suns are focused, and nobody's beating Yon in, in the East. So that's just my take for now. Um, it can change in a few months, especially when football is completely over and I can focus more on the NBA. But right now, in my opinion, Phoenix Suns versus Milwaukee Bucks, again, just be prepared for that. Other than that, peace and love. Um, eat Everybody eat right. You know, have a, a good diet, and that's it. Ain't nobody beating the Warriors. <laughs> they turn the ball over way too much, man. They did. They, they, they're this not. Is, we talk about this, regular season basketball. We're not, bro. We're not this, taking it this, serious right this, now. This is a new era that LeBron and KD and Steph and, and Draymond and Kawhi, them boys are slowly fading away. What's happening? All of them are getting injured. This is a new era. These new cats, Jokic and Luca and Trey and Booker and, and John Moran, these boys are coming. This is a new era. This ain't 2017 anymore. I'm telling you, the Warriors will, will, be, will be great, but they will be exposed in the playoffs. It's going to happen. And I think the Suns are too focused to lose again. And they, they'll lose to nobody except Milwaukee. That's it. The only team that can beat Phoenix, in my opinion, is Milwaukee. The Warriors will lose against the Suns. I don't see them beating them, but that's just me. I'm going with John Hendrickson here. Warriors have yet to play their big three together. Can't they don't have they don't have Kevin Durant. They don't have KD. You remember they only beat the Cavs in 15 because two guys were injured. What happened in 16 when everybody was healthy and everybody was playing? They lost. KD was huge for them. Stop it. The Warriors are not. They're great, but they they're not winning the championship. Milwaukee again, bro. They loaded. They get they that we win the championship. Nah, Milwaukee again. Milwaukee again. Are you serious right now? I'm okay, okay. I, I I feel like it's going to come down to who's who's coming off the bench, and I like the I like the Golden State Warriors bench a whole lot more than I like the I like, Bucks I, I, right now. I, I I like the bench. Don't get me wrong. I, I like Gary Payton. I like Wiggins. I like a uh, pool, but I don't think those guys are enough to beat Milwaukee. They're too big. They're too long, and that chemistry of Holiday and Middleton and Giannis, I think that chemistry is too too much for any team. I think that they're going to repeat. I don't see nobody beating Milwaukee. I just don't. This is my opinion. I could be wrong, but that's my opinion. Nobody's beating Giannis right now. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Any final thoughts, Devore? Okay, so just to respond to um, John... Everybody says that, but you do realize that Draymond played game six and played game, game seven and the Warriors still lost. So I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. He put himself in that position to get suspended. He knew how many texts he had. That's that's not an excuse. You, Draymond still played game six. Draymond still played game seven and the Warriors still lost. So that's not an excuse. The Warriors without KD, are they're not going to beat Milwaukee. I'm sorry. They're just not going to beat Milwaukee. That's just my opinion. But I, I, I hate... I, I do not like that excuse. Or oh, he didn't play. He got suspended one game. He was there for game six. He was there for game seven. The Warriors still lost. So that's not a valid excuse to me. I'm sorry. I disagree with that. I'm sorry. Good. Goodness gracious. Uh, with that being said, <laughs> I feel like you're glad you got that off your chest, G. Yeah, because um, everybody used that excuse all the time. I hate it. Yes, so we'll be back, I want to say, Saturday, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, be sure to go ahead and like 
like us on our Facebook, our Instagram, and our Twitter page. Also, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and all other major streaming platforms. Also, this episode, the Not For The Bay podcast, is sponsored by Bet Us, the online bookie site where if you sign up with the link that we have placed down in the description, you will get up to 110% of uh, bonuses added on to your purchase. This is the Not For The Bay podcast. We about here, man. Peace.